Welcome back to the Get Fit Podcast. I'm here for money, mindset, and sometimes some muscles. I am so thankful that y'all are here because y'all could be really doing just about anything else in the world. You could be painting your living room. You could be doing the cool new fake brick trend. I love that. If you have that, please tag me on Instagram. Let me see your fake walls. I am here for that. So on today's episode, I am interviewing my friend Melissa. She is a career coach, so she can help you with your LinkedIn, your resume, your interviews. She can help you figure out what kind of job you want the most and how to nail that interview. I am so excited for us to be chatting. All right, so I am so excited. I have Miss Melissa on with me today. I met her at Pays to be Brave. We met just kind of randomly on the internet when I was looking for a room in this house for this event that I went to. And we pretty much just like met that night. We hit it off really well. You know, we just stayed in touch. And she is a LinkedIn wizard. She is your career guru. And given the climate right now in the world, everyone is looking for job help. Everything is a little bit crazy. Having a good foundation for your resume, your cover letter, all that good stuff is basically what she shines at. How about you tell us your story, some of your background, how you got here, how you even got into career coaching. Tell me all the things. Yeah, definitely. So thanks again for having me. I do appreciate it. I'm really, really excited to be on to start. Um, But yeah, so starting off, I was originally in corporate. So I started off with HR and recruiting. And I really like the, the aspect of helping individuals with their career. And I saw a lot of things that they were doing wrong like their resumes and the way they they approached interviewing and I felt like okay well that's nice like I could definitely help them and I helped them through just actual corporate ask and would always just provide advice and then ventured into the online realm I did beauty part-time so I was like a freelancer for cosmetics and then like that's all within the online realm and started following a few people and I was like wow I can definitely help people on a broader space so ventured out to find out where I was you know meant to be to help people ended up being that I could literally put career coaching through uh, a social social media aspect, especially LinkedIn. And so started off with resume reconstructing. So helping out people with rewriting their resumes and helping them have just strong job marketing materials. So they're able to really just grow and venture out of that and and land their jobs through their marketing materials, but then grew into actually interview-esque and the interview process. And now more so in the career coaching aspect is clarity, finding the right job and the fit because clarity is a whole new aspect. I've been helping a lot of my clients just grow with being able to find where the right fit is because most of the times you're going to switch your jobs like 25 times, right? It's like throughout your lifespan. Finding that right one is really important and it's a process. So helping people like achieve that goal and clarity is is something that I've been really into lately. I love that. And it's definitely not our parents or our grandparents job market where they had one job. My grandma had one job as a dental hygienist. My grandpa was in the Navy. All they did their whole life. My mom, she probably had like three different jobs. Maybe she had like the same job my entire life. And I'm just like, oh, I am on job like nine or 10. I move, do new things. Mm-hmm. Instead of growing up and like, you know, I didn't really like that. And I think that change in our job culture where we're no longer necessarily okay with staying in jobs that we don't like because they're not going to pay us anything. So we might as well, you know, do something that we like, even if it's not going to pay us a whole lot more. Like our culture nowadays for like 
our age bracket is, you know, I don't really want to hate my life every single day going to work just for a paycheck. Given that there's like 16 million people right now filing for unemployment, which is insane and terrifying. What kind of advice do you have for like those people who like have either like temporary layoffs? Like for me, my hotel will theoretically open again next month. We don't know. Like people who have jobs that they're currently laid off from or who just don't have jobs altogether right now. What should they be focusing on in this time to kind of navigate this crazy space? Right. So the one thing that I stress a lot is networking, right? So of course, some people have the interim to where maybe they're able to return, maybe not. We of course don't know exactly how everything is going to evolve during this time period. So it's best to prepare and prepare is something that I stress a lot. So network, utilize LinkedIn, utilize that for skill sources along with connecting with other people. So you could utilize their their platform for further education, pick up some new skills while you're maybe at home and have, you know, don't have that full full amount of things to do. Also connect with people that could be potentially like, you know, offer you a new role or a new employment. Uh, Build your social platform of your network so you're able to gain more roles along with still being able to apply. People think that just because there, yes, there is unemployment, yes, there is hiring freezes, but some, most companies are still looking for people to fill in their necessary needs for their business. So making sure that you're still out there and looking and kind of continuing on your, your preparation is really, really important along with just your overall preparedness is something that a lot of people should really be focusing on networking specifically okay so we keep talking about linkedin and i will fully admit i don't even think i have a linkedin i have not gotten on the linkedin train i don't think i have one my husband does because he does like coding and web things and that's kind of like what they taught them in like if they're coding classes that he did like that's how you network so i am a linkedin fail what is what is the best thing about linkedin tell me tell me why i need to get on it right now (laughs) because I need to clearly well, I, I mean, to talk to you about a business aspect, you know, like there's a lot of opportunities. It's not just for job seekers. It is a, a large platform for job seekers, but you can gain a lot of different opportunities within as a business owner too. So you can gain potential clients on there. Now you can network and reach out to, to new clients. You can also meet potentially partners. You know, you can get a lot of media uh, attention from that platform as well. It's a platform that is really great for a business. And I would, cons- even a job seeker, I consider them a brand. So we're brands, right, as business owners, but a job seeker as well is a brand too because they are marketing and selling themselves to get something out of, you know, what they want and what they need. So that's the same as, you know, a business owner individual. So it's really great for a business aspect. I gain a lot of my clients from that platform. There's a lot of other, you know, people, social media influencers along the lines that are also on there. Good for everybody. It's not just an Instagram or Facebook. It's different, right? Your strategies are going to be a little bit different, but it's it's amazing for everybody. And there's just like over 6 million people on the platform. So why wouldn't you want to be on that platform to start? Well, I am clearly behind the game there. I also love that you call job seekers brands. I had never really thought about that as I apply to like different hotels because I love being in the hospitality industry. I'm like, oh, I definitely market myself different when I applied to one hotel than when I did another. Since we talked about like how most people are doing in multiple different jobs, like what are what is your advice for someone who just got out of college and they're going into the job field? Maybe like they worked a couple jobs in college that has absolutely nothing to do necessarily with what they're trying to get into. Like what are some of the best steps that they can take in moving from like college jobs to like what they actually want to do? To start, I would definitely drive into the, your resume. So look into your resume for those minor jobs that you did have 
have and just look at that and then compare it to postings that are online, LinkedIn indeed, LinkedIn specifically, which has like a bunch of different like skills per the jobs on their postings along with the criteria. And I would do a comparison. So compare what you're applying for versus your experience of what you have. So you're able to see how your skills currently fit and if they're transferable or not. So this way you're able to have that, that even though it may seem like you don't have that full on experience or that full on background, you do because we all have transferable skills somewhere. If you're looking into an admin role and you know you have been like a receptionist at a store location before or a customer service position at a, I don't know, shop right or whatever, you have skills that are you're able to apply within the job market in the job world. So it's just basically how you're going to write it on your resume and how you're going to portray it so that employer is going to see and be like, okay, we're past the ATS system and now you're somebody that I want to talk to because I see that you have potential for this entry-level role. Okay. So when people are building their resumes, do you recommend that they change their resume based on the job that they're applying to? Or do you recommend that they have kind of like a base resume and they change their cover letter? Do you work with them on cover letters? I do. I don't write full-on cover letters specifically because that is very, very personal. So I provide just the guidance and the template in the format, and then everything else is advanced and just reconstructed to enhance and just really help them have a strong cover letter. Because if you are applying with a cover letter, if it's not strong, it can make or break you. But honestly, yes, your cover letter is extremely important and it does make or break you. But when you are applying to specific roles, it is extremely important to tailor your resume towards the jobs that you're applying for. Having a base resume maybe to start is great, but don't apply with the same resume because you're going to definitely shoot yourself in the foot and not get as many chances for actual calls and invitations for phone interviews or web interviews from that. So if you're working, so if you're like applying to maybe like the same kind of company for like multiple different positions, if you're just trying to get your foot in the door, do you change your resume for those or do you kind of keep it across the board or you like, hopefully your skills fit this job, maybe this one. Cause like people are just trying to like get their foot in the door of companies. Like they're just going to try to apply for all of those positions. Yeah, because job descriptions are always going to be different. They're not all going to be the same unless if it's like the same, if, unless if it's just multiple postings and they're just changing the title just to just try to get more applicants in their own pool. But the job descriptions are always going to be like somewhat different. You might have skills here for this role and might say that you need computer Excel skills and attention to detail. But this other one says maybe you need, you don't need the Excel skills, but you need maybe skills in customer service or data entry or, you know, whatever that that specific role may be. So you want to make sure that you are applying with that, with that role and with that job towards like knowing, like you look at that posting and you look at the resume and you see like, okay, this is a successful resume for this role. Not just, you know, here's my resume and there we go, but let's, let's pray and hope for the best. We want to pray and hope for the best, but we want to like know that this is strong and you're confident in it, having a confident resume that matches your posting. Back to LinkedIn. When someone has their LinkedIn profile, what do you think is one of the most important things about their page? Like for people who are searching like recruiters, who are just actively searching for people to fit those job descriptions. What is the most important thing to have on your LinkedIn? Like if you have just a bare, bare minimum, what's going to make you kind of stand out as much as possible? Okay. I would say three things because three things are super important when it comes to LinkedIn optimization and being within their own ATS system to be searched by LinkedIn recruiter hiring managers. So your headline is extremely important. You're about me and your experience section. So actually having it filled out and not left empty. 
So should they use keywords in those? So what job they're actually looking for, they just incorporate those things in their headlines, their about me and their experience. Right. Skills. Uh, so just like your resume, when it comes to keywords and skills, LinkedIn is the same way. So having that trigger words or statements that are going to, of course, capture when someone is searching, they can do Boolean searches. There's so many different things on the back end of LinkedIn Recruiter that you're going to be found and they don't get that much of a view within LinkedIn Recruiter. So that's why having your skills and having those right words that are applying to, to the roles that you are seeking are extremely important. Having it also be cohesive though with your resume as well is important. So you don't want to just have them tailored in two different ways because it's if someone is, if you're applying through somebody's system and you have your LinkedIn, of course, on your resume, even if you don't, they're going to search you and they're going to find you. And if they see that there's any mismatches, it's going to hurt you. So of course, making sure that you know they both are in flow as well as optimized. Consistency is key. Be the same across the board, y'all. Know what you have to bring to the table and show it. I feel like that's kind of like we're going out. Like even if you don't necessarily think that the skills that you have are like super, super important, there might just be like one thing they're like, oh, we're really looking for that. Like if you have like a lot of experience doing something, even if you don't think it's a whole lot of anything, share it. Like if you've got years of customer service experience in like one-on-one customers or like phone, maybe they don't have anyone who does that. Like there's lots of people who have never worked in a call center, have no idea how to use a multi-line phone. And that's something that they need to know for this admin position. So like little things like that I feel like those are definitely really important like I know when I apply to any hotel I'm like I've been in a hotel with this many rooms and I deal with this many people and these are the huge problems that I've had to solve giving like details like that like the more detail you can give and so I just want to touch on interviews real quick so like when someone is like prepping for an interview how do you kind of like coach them to it like in the fields that I've worked I've kind of been able to guess to some extent what questions they're going to ask me so I can essentially pre-prepare answers. I'm in hospitality. When did you have an angry guest? What did you do? How did you make a guest happy? So I mentally have picked out key stories of my life with hospitality to always be able to work in. Is that something that you really recommend? Do you work with people to be like, let's test out some questions for the job that you want? How do you guide them to finding those questions in the first place? Well, first, I always start off with research. So the pre before the date interview phase is always important to have research and and research the company, research their culture, research what they're about, understand what they are, because that kind of portrays how you are going to, again, quote unquote, sell yourself as a brand, as a job seeker, because you're then are going to be able to conform and kind of sell yourself within the understanding what they are and what they're looking for when it comes to themselves asking those questions. So definitely, I always start off with that. The second thing, of course, there is different aspects when it comes to behavioral different layers of questions so they will ask you things like there are behavioral questions so ask you things that are situational based so having a good there's a good foundation in between having that prepared so i would prepare them with understanding how to answer those and those different situations that could also portray to the, the role in the job, along with researching specific questions that could also be situational based upon that that position. So they go through a mixture of it. So they have like a found, like, of course, they're prepared with understanding what they could potentially expect. But even so, even if it's not something that's asked, it gives them a level of confidence too, because you're just, you know, you have 
maybe different stories that will portray to a different question or lead to a different discussion. So you have things in the back of your head that you're able to expect and then be able to sell yourself when it comes to that interview process. And confidence sells you in an interview. Being prepared will sell you sometimes more than knowing all of the right answers. I've definitely been in situations where I've never worked at a hotel this big, but I can figure it out and I can tell you all these things that I've done and I'm going to figure it out. Do you think the idea of maybe not necessarily like fake it till you make it, but like portraying that you'll be able to handle it. Do you think that works for some people or do you think some people get in over their heads doing it? Yes, but it depends on, of course, how how you are as an individual because let's say they ask you for a specific computer skill and you portray that you know it but you don't really actually know it but you're some an individual that's super driven and willing to learn and you can pick up anything as an instant and it's not going to be able to be a problem it's also a level of comfort so if you are comfortable with you know you really want this role maybe you're only lacking two or three things that they mention and you know you're able to pick it up and just say like yes I'm able to do it you're able to research that that specific program Program or that specific skill and be able to at least speak briefly towards it, then yes, I think it's beneficial. If it's something that you're actually not strong in and it's something that you're just completely not comfortable, then just emphasizing that you have maybe similar backgrounds with that, that programming or just emphasizing specific situation to where they're able to relate towards it. It's not going to be, of course, it, depending on how the employers are, because not all employers are going to react the same, but again, it's how you sell yourself. It's a, just another way of of making it work and kind of floating through through the job interview process because the most important thing as well is showing that you are a motivated and driven individual. Hiring managers and recruiters like people with energy and people that are actually driven and have that personality to where they're knowledgeable and are able to actually pick up things because if they're also driven, they're going to be trainable. So you're able to also just still train them towards like the whatever skills they may be lacking. And it's definitely kind of like if you're going through all of this process to get a new job, y'all, be excited about it. They're going to know if you're not excited. Fake being excited because ideally, if you're applying for a job and you've put all the time and the resume and the cover letter, make it be something you actually want. Like right now is definitely the time to find out what job you actually want. If you don't have a job right now and you're like, I need to just do something different, know what it is that you want. So you would kind of talked about how you help people find clarity. What are some of the ways that you help them find clarity? Is it just based off of what they've kind of wanted to do, their skill set? It tends to start off with first finding like your life purpose. So like how we have our own purpose and how we feel on our own purpose statement, our brand statement. It's basically finding what you like to do. It's a mixture of that plus skills assessment test, figuring out what your values are, figuring out what you believe in, because what you believe on the outside world is what you're going to still take into the culture of that that work environment. So you want to make sure that they're going to be cohesive. Some people value work-life balance. Some people value being able to have flexibility and people value just being able to be in a place to grow so see what your your values are so you're able to when you're on that job haunting phase you're able to gain it through it's also looking into different aspects there's about eight layers but there's also looking into aspect on your actual environment how you market yourself how you really want to live right it's being able to figure out your your, your internal so you're able to portray it externally in your environment for for your job and for your work and then the end you basically have this overview of okay i like these positions 
positions. I'm good at these positions. These are the positions I'm interested in. And it kind of leads into, yeah, this is exactly where I'm going to drive towards and where I'm going to be at too. You don't have to be stuck, you guys. You don't have to be stuck anymore in things that you don't want to do. You really don't. Like it's 2020. You can, like, even if you have to stay in a job you don't like, that does not mean you can't apply for other jobs that you do like. So many people get into like this headspace of, well, I have a job and it pays well. I'm just not happy, but I don't know to f- how I can find another job. Unless you tell your current job you're looking for a new job, you can just apply for things. Like if somebody calls for references, just be like, well, being in the field, maybe that will actually put pressure on your current job to be like, oh, maybe we should expand what you're doing. You just don't know. It will not kill you to send out a bunch of resumes, apply for things. It's just something extra you can do if you really want to change where you're at in life. So the last question, or it's not even like a question, kind of like the last thing we do is whatever you want to say, whatever you're thinking, like what best advice, fun story you want to give, I let you have the last couple of minutes. It's up to you. Okay, perfect. So um, I think I just kind of want to end more so with just like um, a positivity statement just because of during this time, I think it's something that's really important for people just to believe and know. So I do want to just state that it's really important right now just to not feel discouraged and not let situations take you internally because I know there's a lot of emotions that come about right now, you know, unemployment with risk and all these emotions and all these sensations. So having, you know, making sure that you're in the right mentality mindset, do things that are going to be healthy for you with you know within writing within meditation have that time for yourself so when you're looking for new roles when you're venturing on growing yourself because now it's a great time to to really again prepare grow yourself grow your skills you're able to do it and not to be afraid to do it because we all don't like change change is something that we're all afraid of we don't like it when it's something especially that's not in our physical control so make it in your control and make it something that is going to be an experience for you to where you're gaining that clarity you're able to realize, oh, I'm much more than this and I can do much more. So just not give up to continue on looking, continue on, on doing all that you can do within networking, within applying, within revamping your resume and doing your research. So when things, some, something can come up during this time, or maybe it's going to come up when it clears, it's going to happen when it's the right time for you. And at least you're already prepared and you're able to just grow out from it and just become, take this experience and know that you developed something great. So I just you know, want to you know, make sure everybody knows not to just give up and be discouraged because it's not the time to be so. And you're able to, of course, achieve a lot from it. Yay. It is going to get better, y'all. It really will. This is not the end of the world. It kind of seems crazy right now. If you watch too much news, the world is ending every two seconds. It's going to be okay. The economy will recover. And so many new jobs are going to come from this because people are finding new skills, new passions, utilizing this time. I will have Melissa linked in the show notes. You can follow her on Facebook and Instagram. You can look into her coaching. If y'all want to build your resumes, which I highly recommend, get some LinkedIn tips because I got to go get on that right now. I'm going to go make one. It's going to be great. And I'll link your LinkedIn as well onto here and then they'll be able to follow you. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me. It was great.